You are now entering the Brightness. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello. Hello. You're on the Bright Side with Kevin and Jason, your weekly comedy about tragedy. I am your co-host, Kevin Held. And I am your other co-host, Jason T. Agafani. <laughs> I quit. No, you can't. I can't quit. You no, you're cannot. right. He's holding me hostage. It's true. If you want the Kevin back. If you want the Kevin back. <laughs> That's what you are, the Kevin. I love it. What, what There's would, only one Kevin in the world. What would you demand for my ransom? A lot. You're very useful. I'm very valuable. Thank You're you. very valuable. Thank you so much. One People could even call you priceless. A, yes. Worthless is another no, way no, to say no, it. No, not worthless. <laughs> priceless. Which means multiple Same jets, thing. a couple houses. Aw, thank you. Uh, it's a bright, bright, sunny day. We're getting, we're moving into that summer weather again. How did you make it? I did you know. have to cower under a sheet? I'm not happy about it. I mean, do you have your daylight ring? What's that? Okay, in in the Vampire Diaries universe, the vampires have to have a daylight ring and able to be to be able to go outside. Is that right? Yeah, I had no idea you were a Vampire Diaries person. Well, my good friend Sylvia Beatty Alcala is mm-hmm. working on Legacies, which is a part of that universe. Is it? Yeah. What is she working on? She's uh, the writer's assistant. Well, and, congratulations, uh, Sylvia. Yeah, she's kicking ass on that. That's and awesome. so I've been watching them to watch her good work. She does Oh, it's on the air work. now? Oh, yeah. You okay. can watch it on Netflix. Oh, hello. Hello, Netflix. Okay, so CW. you know all about this stuff because of that. Yeah. Well, that sucks, because now I can't make fun of you, because you're doing it to support uh, a friend. I also Fine. like vampire stuff. Okay. Did it's... you watch the Vampire Diaries when it came out? Originally? No, 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 no. I'm just catching up now. All right, then. I'm always behind. I'm behind on Game of Thrones. I'm behind on everything. Have you not? Oh, yeah. We... I know what happened, though. I looked it up. I didn't want to wait. What? Yeah. If I choose to look it up, then it's not a spoiler. I su- Well, yes, it is. It's just... It's me spoiling myself. Yeah. I don't need a safe word for that. Okay. I mean, fine. I, that's that's amazing. Like I, So the Game of Thrones series finale aired yesterday, yes. last night. And we had to watch it last night, obviously, because like you can't turn on any app at all without even, even grinder. ruining everything completely. Yeah. All of them. Um, I mean, it's, it's seriously, it's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, of course, but well, also yeah. the news app or like anything. Oh, yeah. So... Um, so we did watch it and we know, and I know everything that happened. But Were you happy or sad? You know, I was fine with it because I am not a person who like, for fuck's sake, I would never petition. You've heard this thing. It's going around a petition for HBO to we reshoot do. the yeah. damn season because, you know, it didn't go exactly like fans wanted it to. It's like, Jesus Christ, just be a person who watches the show. Yeah. Like I just watched it and I just, I'm fine with it. It's right. just the show that happened. Like I, I don't really get a vote. <laughs> You right. know what I'm saying? I was like, I'm just a fan of the show. So the way it ended was the way it ended. And I was like, okay, that's how it ended. And I'm fine with it. Good. Yeah. I will say, though, for all the people who are petitioning to redo the series and everything, mm-hmm. if you want to make your own shit right. where it goes the way you want to go, right. you can produce something. Good luck to you. Yeah. Good this luck whole, with that. The whole thing it's hard. this, like, all these fan backlash things, they yeah. don't make any sense to me. What All I can think all. of is, if watch you don't a like... Watch thing or don't watch yeah. a thing. And like it or don't like it. And at the end of the day, like if you want to tell a story, you put in the hard work mm-hmm. to tell a story. Mm-hmm. It takes years to make this happen. Yeah, and also like HBO doesn't owe you anything. No, things are your taste or they aren't your taste, but that doesn't mean that they have to bend to your will in some weird way. Right. They were just trying to craft the best story and tell it in the best way that they possibly could. Right. Did you love every second of every episode about it? No, but who cares? Just watch the damn show. I did like people. Jon Snow's butt. Well, yeah. And all the That's other not guys something they really butts. wrote. That's yeah. just something they chose to film, which, yeah. you know, no all one... butts were great. We can all get behind Jason Momoa's John Snow's butt. butt. Was a good butt? Let me be first to get behind <laughs> Jon Snow's butt. All hail Jon Snow's butt. <laughs> Now I'm picturing hail on the butt. Ooh, that's fun too. It's, there's pitting. 
<laughs> oh, that was a fun episode. Thanks, and that's a fun callback. Okay, if uh, you haven't heard the pitting episode, go back and listen to it. What's wrong with you? What's wrong? Come on, people. Yeah, we write. This listen for in you. order, okay? Yeah. Jesus, <laughs> we're doing a whole arc here. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> what we do know it will become is clear the, in about three and a half years. At the end, though, you will be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> that was the season finale. Thanks, everybody, for listening. <laughs> Should we jump in? Yeah, pop me with that bright spot. I'm gonna. It sounded dirty. Nothing about it was, but it sounded really dirty. I wasn't trying to make it dirty. Pop me with that bright spot, <laughs> Daddy. What the fuck? The hell are you I've talking about? I've been watching Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, and so they keep saying weird things, That's and it's gotten wonderful into me. Show. I love that show so yeah. much. I really think they should redo it though, because there was 30 seconds in season two, episode oh. four, that I didn't like. Okay, well, so they should probably reshoot the entire series. Yeah, Jeez. they could use more butts in that show. It's a network show. I know, but there still could be more butts. Yeah. So is your argument that that show could use more butts or network television could use more Everyone butts? Everyone can use more butts. There should just be more butts on TV. There should just be a show called Butts. You would watch that show. You watch <laughs> weird shit. Your favorite new show is a game show called Flinched. Yeah. So it's a British game show where you try to flinch the least, and if you flinch, you get zapped with a cattle prod Sometimes. or pied in the face or Sometimes kicked you get in the balls or slapped whatever. with a rubber band. Yeah. They never kick you in the balls. So when you get – are you allowed to flinch when you get cattle prodded? Is that, that – that, yeah, that's yeah, okay, yeah, right? Because yeah, yeah. that seems like an involuntary reaction. They don't, like, punish you again for no. flinching when you get hit by the cattle prod, right? No, 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 no. This is a stupid show, and the your you whole family and I are worried that you're watching this. You should watch this. I'm not going to watch that. Just watch – one episode. You're a sick individual. Watch it. <laughs> no. You flinched. You threw a pen at me. Yeah, but you shouldn't have flinched. Now I'll have to punish you later. <laughs> this is the game show. Well, I, it, was, it was your audition and you yeah. failed. You're not... <laughs> Where did you get a cattle prod? <laughs> I bring one every week. I have just been waiting to use it. Ugh. I think it paid off. All right, we're going to talk about the bright spot now. Yes. And uh, this time of year, it's commencement season. What does that mean? People are graduating from college. Oh, is okay, what it yeah, means. yeah, yeah. Grads and dads. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> the time of year, it's grads and dads because it's Father's oh, Day. Oh, Father's Day, yeah. too. Okay, got it, yeah. So our bright spot this week comes out of a college commencement ceremony, the class of 2019 at Morehouse College, which is a historically black all-male college. Yep. In Atlanta, Georgia. And the bright spot is the billionaire Robert J. Smith, who was the commencement speaker. And at the end of his speech, he announced that his family foundation will be paying off the student debt of the entire class of 2019 of Morehouse College. I had seen this. Yeah, I can tell by your face you know this one. So... Happy. I didn't read all the details. I just saw well, that, but it makes me really happy because think about these—he's stimulating the economy hard with that. Well, absolutely. The gift is estimated at forty million dollars that he'll be giving to those graduating seniors. One class of graduating seniors is carrying forty million dollars in student debt, so that's an issue we need to address at another time. But absolutely. this gentleman yeah. is an incredible philanthropist in this incredible act of charity, which is going to take such a burden off of that entire graduating class oh, yeah. for their entire lives. Yeah. And I, I'm very happy for those gentlemen who got that paid for, and I'm just stunned by the generosity of Robert Smith for doing that. Yeah. I saw the Reactions. clip of yeah. the uh, – I saw the video of him making that announcement, and there was this wonderful rolling moment of understanding. Like he said, you know, my family foundation is going to pay off the student debt. And there was this kind of murmur – that turned into just this incredible cheer, like as people realized what he had just said. Yeah. You know, and like, oh my God, and this burden is off me for in my entire life. And just amazing thing to see. And I can't imagine another bright spot this week. You know? I love I that. mean, I'm sure there was other good news, but wow, it what? just was stunning to see. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's it. Robert J. Smith is our bright spot this week. Go, Robert! Go, Robert. Now, how are you going to ruin our afternoon, Jason? Ooh, we're going to go hard and fast. Let's, okay. Well, you ready for this? Well, I'm always ready for it hard and fast. <laughs> All right. Cold. Okay. Rivalry. Cold rivalry. Okay. Why me? Game of Thrones. Obviously. The North versus the South. That's right. Why me? <gasps> Is it Tanya Harding? We're going to be talking about the ice skating feud of Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan. 
Yes. Why? <laughs> Why are we talking about this? Okay, so I'm sure you know the basics about the attack on Nancy Kerrigan in the 1994 Olympics, right? Yes, and I saw I, Tanya last year. But do you know everything that happened? She made a coat out of squirrels. I know that much. All right. Well, <laughs> we're going to talk about it today so okay. we can get the real facts. <laughs> oh, fine. <laughs> You're saying there's more relevant facts than there was a coat made of squirrels? Exactly. Okay. All right, so Tanya Maxine, with two E's, M-A-X-E-N-E, instead of the more traditional oh, M-A-X-I-N-E spelling. I see. I, um, I thought maybe they were at the end. Maxine. Maxine. Yeah, I don't know. Sounds like a magician, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so Tanya Maxine Harding, okay. or now Tanya Maxine Price, right. as her married name is, mm-hmm. was born in 1970 and began skating at the tender age of three to four years old. Okay. The same. What a tender age, three to four. Well, That's an age range. I know. Well, <laughs> but okay. The same website I was looking at said both four and three years old, respectively, mm. in two different sentences. And okay. I was like, you are, you're doing this wrong. Okay. You're writing things wrong. Anyway, during her youth. It's, it's important to write things right, not write things wrong. Yeah. During her youth, Tanya would also learn to love hunting mm. and drag racing. Really? And not the RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, no. actual drag racing. Well, she can't be a drag queen. She could be a drag queen. No, she's a biological woman. They now allow women to be drag queens. What? Yeah. You're blowing my mind. How? Okay. It just, the rules have changed. Wow. All right, so her dad... That's a brave... I don't know why that... I, that has left me shook. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even into drag at all. Are you shook? I'm shook. Did I spill the tea all over you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're going to need some uh, OxyClean or whatever that thing was to get the stains out. Sure. That's... Remember that guy who died? Yeah, I do. I remember him. OxyClean. Okay. <laughs> Is that what the product was? I don't even know. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> that's it. Her dad taught her a lot about cars, okay. which led her to learning all about auto mechanics and the such. Mm. So she knows how to work a car. Like learning about mechanics or learning about mechanics? <laughs> like learning about the people who are mechanics? Oh, no. Like the mechanics of the <laughs> of car. A car. Got yeah. It. Got it. Not the people mechanics. Well, the mechanics. She probably mechanic. learned something about some individual mechanics, too. <laughs> probably. She's yeah. like, damn it, Harold. I don't need OxyClean. <laughs> I going to say OxyCotton. That, and I, was like, I do need OxyCotton. I don't need OxyClean. <laughs> Cleaning this car is a mess. Oh, man. I can get through life without OxyClean. No problem. But without OxyContin, we're going to have an issue. It's going to be a bad time. So she can probably change the oil in the car if you need that I think she can do a lot more than that. She can do far more than you can do with a car. I know. I'm just saying. I was feeling good because I changed my windshield wipers the other day. Mm -hmm. And she's like baller bad. She's like the Arya Stark of cars. (laughs) But she kills them? Silently? I, I don't know. Probably. She wears their faces? <laughs> Tanya Harding. <laughs> anyway. She's all up in their grill? Yeah. <laughs> so she grew up Poe because her dad was often ill and as a result couldn't work much. Okay. Her mom, Lavona Golden, mm-hmm. would be a major influence in Tanya's life and would hold the family afloat by being a waitress. Right. And by DIYing everything Tanya needed for her skating. I can only see Allison Janney in that role because she played her yeah. amazingly well. National treasure, Allison Janney. I love Allison. Oh, Janney. well, who? Yes. I the, met her. You met her? I met her at an award show when she won her Drama Desk Award. What? Yeah. Oh. And she was very happy. She gave me a hug. She's, She's like, I won an award. And I was like, I know. And I know. she gave me a hug. One of like, many. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Anyway, <laughs> back to the sadness. Tanya's family life wasn't that great. Okay. As her mother was a bit abusive to her right. throughout her life and would at least one time hit Tanya on a skating rink, presumably for failing to do something amazing skate-wise, I'm okay. guessing. So, like, the mom admits to at least hitting her once on the skating rink. Okay. I'm sure it happened. Uh, yeah, if you're hitting someone in public in front of people and, yeah. and, like, there's absolute proof to it, then you're definitely doing it in other places. Yeah. Like, yes, I admit to this one that everyone saw. Yeah. That's the only time it ever happened, for sure. <laughs> I was just having a mental breakdown at this one moment. Are you trying to defend yourself, or...? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, Tanya was also the victim of molestation by her half-brother, Chris Davidson. Oh, dear. She would call the cops on him in 1986, and he would be arrested despite her parents insisting that Tanya was wrong hmm. and that he was not sexually harassing her. 
but she would press charges anyway, and he would go to jail for a bit. I think it's awesome that she called on him. Yeah. Chris, that took a lot of bravery to, oh, yeah. like, defy your entire family to do that. Oh, yeah. Chris would later die in 1988 in a hit and run. No one knows who done it. I done it. You weren't alive then. In 1986? Well, you were a baby. That's adorable that you think I wasn't alive. I was already 35. <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> I was one. Oh, shut up. <laughs> oh. oh, How did we get dragged into this again? Stop taking stuff from the 70s and 80s. So Tanya later in an interview in 1994 would say that her half-brother was, quote, the only person I've ever hated. Mm. That's a big, like... Because there's some other people in her life who weren't great. And okay. It, and so if she didn't hate them, then you know he was a dick. Well, so far, he's the only person in this story that I hate. Yeah. Well, g- give us time. I, well, I'm sure there will be more. <laughs> in 1987, at 16 years of age, mm-hmm. Tanya would drop out of high school basically around the same time that her parents would divorce. Okay. So well, a lot happened all at once. She's yeah. like, I'm leaving high school. My parents are divorcing. Big year. It's a mess. It's a big bad year, yeah. it sounds like. And then in 1988, the same year that her half-brother died, she got her GED. Okay. So she still got her education, uh-huh. but she just did it in an, a less conventional way. Sure. And props to her. She wanted to be a nice getting legend. <laughs> well, she was. <laughs> Whoa. I don't even know where that evil laugh came from. <laughs> you don't was, even know though. what's coming on. It was. All right. So the abuse would continue from her mom, but one of her mom's friends, Sandra Lucklow, mm-hmm. claims that Tanya's mom, while occasionally, quote, egregious, <laughs> was doing what she was doing basically out of love. So she's like, she just hits her because she loves her. Well, you know what? That's that's basically going to be my epitaph. Sometimes egregious. <laughs> <laughs> Occasionally egregious. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I had the best intentions. This is all I want people to know about me. Uh, I occasionally burned down the house. Yeah. Occasionally. But I did it out of love. Right. Like Daenerys was occasionally egregious. <laughs> she killed a lot of people. Yeah. So Sandra would but go. she did it out of love. Yeah. So Sandra would go on to say that Lavona was a good person and had, quote, a huge amount of humanity. Okay. Which I guess you can, but I don't know. Well, that's a fucking weird phrase. A huge yeah. amount of humanity. That's not something... <laughs> it feels like you you were paid off to say yeah. something like that. It was at this same time that Tanya Harding was going hard in her skating career. Okay. Basically. So she's um, 15, 16, 17. Yeah. Now she's really starting to go professional mm-hmm. and like it's full out, balls mm-hmm. to the wall. Could you, I mean, say what you want about Tanya. She could skate. Yeah. Girl could move. Oh, yeah, for sure. She could do shit that people really can't do, even to this day. Mm -hmm. She was not the only female skater out there, however, that was starting to make waves at this time. Nancy Kerrigan Mm -hmm. was born in 1969. Okay. A good year. Sure, why? Stonewall riots, I don't know. Okay. It's also a fellatio joke. 69. Great. She wouldn't start skating until she was six. What? Right? So late. So late, I know. It's amazing that she was even able to train as a Jedi after that. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, her brothers took up hockey, and her parents were like, you're going to skate. And she's like, okay. Because we have to go to the skating rink anyway yeah. for your brothers, so that's what you're going to do. <laughs> Congratulations. You know what? I get it. Because, you know, I only have one niece, but the amount of different places she needs to go to oh, yeah. is, like, legitimately egregious. And. <laughs> Yeah. And so I imagine if you have more than one child, you need to bundle their activities as much as you can because Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, you can't have one person going to the hockey rink and somebody going to ballet. Can't do it. Yeah, unless so the ballet them, is yeah. on the ice. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's that's exactly this yeah. is exactly how I see this happening for her. It's like, okay, you want to do ballet? We're going to the ice skating rink. You can do it there. Yeah. <laughs> and it worked out pretty well. So when Nancy turned eight years old, she started private lessons, finally. Mm-hmm. So the first two years, I guess, were public lessons. I don't really understand it. So <laughs> I don't know either. So, public lessons. <laughs> I just love that idea. It's like, yeah, you can learn, but you have to do it in front of everybody. <laughs> Dance. Dance again. Maybe for two years she was just doing it for fun. Or like yeah. She was just starting to. And oh, then they fun were like, lessons. Oh, she's quite good. Yeah. 
So they, they started to crack down on her. They're like, you're going to do this for real now. Okay. And so at eight years old, she would enter her first competition ever in Boston and win. Oh. At eight. Yeah, well, sure. Because she is baller. Well, yeah, but okay, that's nice and everything, but how old were the other people in the competition? They were four. Also, oh. right, so yeah, exactly, so oh. she'll definitely win there. <laughs> they were eight. I don't know, I don't know what they were. They were 20. If they were 20 and she's the eight-year-old who's winning, then, I mean, that's really impressive. Yeah. It's nice that she won. And <laughs> they gave her uh, uh, oh, I'm shitting on Ninja Kerrigan. <laughs> she's no saint. We're okay. going to get into that. All right. Yeah, but I don't know why I'm shitting on eight-year-old Nancy Kerrigan. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> yes. yeah. Eight-year-old Nancy didn't have much of a say. No. So she, she's just trying to live her best life. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so Nancy's family was also not rich, similar to Tanya. So okay. they're both Poe. Really? Yeah. But they didn't have the same level of hardships as Tanya's family did because Nancy's family didn't have the mental illness and the physical illness and the assault and the... All of that. So they did have several legs up. I they would had say. legs up, it yeah. was, but they were still not wealthy, not okay. well to do. Her dad would end up working three jobs to pay for Nancy to compete, wow. and he would exchange his services to local ice skating rinks to like smooth out the ice to get her lessons for free. Was one of his businesses a Zamboni operator? What, I don't know. It would, would really he just shuffle weird. across? I would, he, he would get really warm, and he'd have someone push <laughs> him across. Yeah. <laughs> He'd, he'd run into the furnace room and then he'd run back and they'd move him. He'd be like, I'm coldened. And then they'd rip him off I'm and he'd coldened. <laughs> That's a technical term. He's getting pushed across the ice. Nancy, do you see what I'm doing for you? <laughs> you better do that triple axle, my daughter. <laughs> it's all for you. <laughs> this is dedication is all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Wow. It wouldn't be until 1991 when the rivalry would really take off. Okay. It's really exciting. Right, because up until then, they were like children. And they're on the other side of the... Tanya's in Portland, and Mm. Nancy's in Boston. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, liberal elites. Sure. (laughs) Poor liberal elites. Yeah. Literally poor. (laughs) Um, So... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So anyway... We reached 1991, right? Yeah. 91 was the year that Tanya would complete her first triple axle while in competition. Wow. And would win the U.S. championships. What is a triple axle? It's when you, like, spin in the air... Three full times. Three times mm-hmm. with your leg somewhere. I didn't quite understand it. I was just like, you do it, bitch. You better... Sure. Skaters are so hot. All of them. Oh, Men yeah. Men and women, they all turn me on. What okay. they can do is just glorious. It is amazing, yes. Yeah. Yeah. They get off the ice, and I'm just like, whoa, that changed everything. You're now hideous. Right. Get away from me. But They get off the ice, and you've already gotten off. Yeah. <laughs> they get on the ice. You get off. They get off the ice. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's how it generally goes. So Tanya would actually be the very first American woman to complete a triple axel in competition USA. and successfully land it. USA. Yeah. USA. But she would be the second in the world to do it. She's not the first. Boo. But, you know, second is pretty good. No, it's nice. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> so in the world championships, she would again land that triple axel. Mm-hmm. But she would play second after Christy Yamaguchi. Oh, sure. Who was also an American. Yep. Nancy Kerrigan would take third place. Oh, boy. It was the first and only possibly time that an entire nation swept the podium in the championships like this. All right. Which is, like, epic. Sure. So, like, they made history, but there's still a little bit of, like, who's better? I don't like you. Everyone's well, like... Who's better? Yeah. Maybe the one with the gold medal. <laughs> if only we had some way to rank them. <laughs> so everyone's like... <laughs> well, here's the thing. Christy was about to leave skating, uh-huh. and everyone knew it, mm-hmm. and they're like, someone's going to replace Christy, yeah. the best of the best, and let's be real, Christy was the best of the best. She was great. Okay. So I know this. I did the research. Okay. I feel really. I love it. You're such a nerd for figure skating. I love it. Male figure skaters have great lower halves. Oh, I know. Their upper halves questionable, but their lower halves questionable. Are <laughs> You're questionable. <laughs> Sometimes I am. <laughs> so I'm sorry. You hold a person of any weight above your head for that long. I'm not. I'm and, saying and it's then easy. tell me I'm questionable. <laughs> I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Tanya was peeking around the corner. Oh, yeah. No, she was, <laughs> <laughs> it was her time. She was, like, starting to spike. Yeah, no, um, she was adorable. Peekaboo. Yeah. She would do <laughs> She'd go up at the judges after she she lands her triple axel, yeah. hiding her face, and then she goes, ah, ah, peekaboo. And the judges are all like, ah, ah. ten. 
<laughs> it was her secret weapon, the peeking. Yeah. So she was peeking, okay. and later that year she would break more world records than first, where she would triple axle all over the place. It was epic. <laughs> just she walks in and just triple axles all over the place. Yeah, she would walk on the it's ice. like a bloodbath. <laughs> She'd walk in, triple axle, pull a mic out of her outfit, drop it, and then leave. She wouldn't even do the rest of the routine. Amazing. They'd be like gold. Peekaboo. Triple axle, mic drop, goodbye. Yeah. Gold medal. <laughs> 1992. <laughs> so the following year, 1992, yeah. she would not be able to complete her triple axel in competition again. Oh, my God. In fact, she would never be able to complete her triple axel in competition ever again. No. So many triple axles in one year and then gone. Wow. This gift ripped from her tiny little hands. She's only five foot one. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. But she has such a big presence. You think sure. she's like seven foot you five? You do. Yeah. You feel like she's kind of big and lumbering, but yeah. no. <laughs> That's Tanya her father. Harding's here. <laughs> boom, boom. Preceded boom. by her father, who is being pushed along on the ice in front of her. <laughs> That's Nancy's dad. Oh God, yes. Never mind. <laughs> Poor Tanya's dad. He's sick. Don't put him on the ice. <laughs> the cold is bad for him. <laughs> cold, cold. Were you Mimi from Rent? <laughs> yeah. Just then. <laughs> well, will you land my axle? <laughs> oh, please, God, someone land her axle. <laughs> oh, what'd you do with my axle? It's because you're getting old, Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> what is she, 20? <laughs> yeah, she's... She's 20, 21. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck you. So, okay. I was at this point 72. Really? Yeah, in 1992. You look great. Thank you. So, okay. In 1992 was a bad year for Nancy as well. Mm -hmm. She was struggling with competition and her nerves during this time. I didn't know this about her. There was no doubt that she was amazing as she won the bronze in the 1992 Olympics. And Tanya only came in fourth. Oh, no. But Nancy would often fall short when competing and was like struggling and then she would fall down and it was not good. Mm -hmm. And so she decided to see a therapist before the 1994 Olympics to try to help with her mental state. Sports psychology. Yeah. She's like, you got to help me. Everyone says I'm good, but I don't feel it. Mm. And the therapist is like, you fucking moron. You're winning bronze, (laughs) silver and gold. You idiot. No, it's not. This isn't good for my mental health either. I'm just saying, get your ass on the skating rink and skate the way you're supposed to skate, you stupid bitch. Wow, I, I feel way worse. <laughs> I guess I guess it always gets worse before it gets better, huh? Nope, it just gets worse. Oh, That'll be $400. Good Lord. It's very bad for my mental health. Your hour's up. Get out. Oh. Oh, goodness. So Nancy's struggling, right? Yeah. Okay. After the 1992 Olympics, she became America's sweetheart. So people I like fell in love with her. That was Mary Lou Retton, the gymnast. Oh no no, she became America's. So Nancy like, Kerrigan stole the title of America's sweetheart from. Well yeah. Mary Lou Retton. She started getting sponsors and deals. Okay. So things are looking up for her. She's got some money. She's starting to do well. Mm-hmm. She's a favorite. People are wanting to her to succeed. They're like hoping that she'll replace Christy. Mm-hmm. There's one person who's not hoping that she succeeds. It's Tanya Harding. Yes. Okay. okay. So Nancy had ah, won. Nailed it. <laughs> Nancy had won the national championships in 1993. Hey. And was basically the new Christie. She's coming back. Yeah. So she's coming back, right. starting to do better. Therapy turned around for her, yeah. I guess. She saw a new therapist. She found someone who wasn't so cruel. <laughs> yes. Nice. <laughs> the other therapist still follows her with a sign that's like, do better, whore. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> She's working pro bono. Tough love. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> Nancy did not work. Like, can, I, I get that she can come into the rink, but maybe you could see her further back where it can't read the sign. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> love it. So, okay. Around this time, Tanya had actually met and married a man named Jeff mm-hmm. Galuli. Oh, yeah. This is famous. Yes. Oh. He's famous Jeff Galuli. Is wild. Yeah. In 1991, the year that she was like triple axling everywhere, basically. Mm-hmm. They went through a rough patch Okay. where Tanya, scared for her safety, would file for divorce mm-hmm. and would get a restraining order on him. Wow. So, like, that's year one of their marriage. Oh, wow. But by the end of their year, they were back in love. Sure. So it's like, 
What? It was Rocky. Yeah. Okay, she was scared for her safety, but she also, like, toe-picked him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, here's the deal. Unfortunately, abusive relationships, people often go back. It's, yeah. It's an unfortunate thing. Yeah. Don't I know it? What? Nothing. I'm totally happy. Are you sure? This has been a special after-school special of The Bright Side. <laughs> so, all right. In 1993, she would end up divorcing him. Okay. But also not sad to see him go. Although would, this is not the last time we'll see we'll hear about him, I think. It would not be the end of their mm, relationship, yeah. yeah. So we arrive at nineteen ninety four, mm-hmm. the first year that the Olympics were actually splitting into a winter versus summer Olympics. Really? Yeah. So oh, before that they would do the winter and the, the, summer. the summer and the winter in the same year? Yeah. Oh. So the winter Olympians only had two years to wait between yeah. the things? Wow. So they got the Lucky them. They got the the good end of the stick. Yeah. So the good end of the toe pick. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the skaters during this time were practicing constantly mm-hmm. until the Olympics and would also compete throughout the year to solidify their place on the team, right? Right. So you couldn't let up at all, probably. No, no. So for two years, they're just both of them are just going hard. Mm-hmm. So the fact that Nancy won the championship in 1993 was mm. kind of setting her up to be on the team, and Tanya's like, fuck, 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 oh, fuck. Oh, no. Because there's only like two spots to mm-hmm. compete in the actual thing you can more people can be on the team but they're alternates and all sorts of stuff right so tanya's like i must skate um <laughs> so both nancy and tanya are at the u.s figure skating championships that were in detroit okay in 1994 okay right at this time a man named shane stant yeah would be hired to perform a hit on nancy kerrigan yes. by tanya's ex-husband jeff, jeff galuli yes okay Yes. I lived through this time because I'm a very old person. So I know a little bit about this yes. part, right? So she talks to him, maybe, and she knows about it. Maybe she doesn't. We're not quite sure about we'll all that. We'll get there. We might get there. And uh, Galuli hires this guy to do the, the right. thing. Okay. So what's great, though, is that Shane, the guy who was hired, mm-hmm. first headed over to Massachusetts, where Nancy lived. But that's not where she was. At the time, no. At the time. So he shows up and he's like, where's Nancy? And Hi, I'm, like, I'm here to meet Nancy. And everyone's like, she's at the championships. <laughs> and he's like, oh. <laughs> Did he not? Oh, my God. So he's a total professional. Yeah. So he hopped on a bus. Yeah. And a bus. And took the bus to Detroit. A bus. Yeah. To, yes, okay. So that was a nice ride for him. I think it was like 20 hours or something Fantastic. Like that. How fun. So then he would end up finding Well, her. after 20 hours on a bus, I'd be ready to hit someone in the <laughs> knees, too. <laughs> so he basically found her getting ready for the championship, right? Mm-hmm. So she's practicing on the ice on January 6th, 1994. Yeah. When she was done, she left the rink and she got backstage at the arena. Mm-hmm. And so the man, Shane Stant, mm-hmm. rushed her from behind and swung a baton wow. using both arms to it's swing. It's like a tire iron or something, right? Yeah. So it was a retractable oh. baton that the cops could use. Oh, like I it was see. Military grade. Sure, sure. And he used both hands to <sighs> swing it. So he used double force. Yeah. And he ended up striking her just above her right knee. Yeah. His intention was to break her leg so that she would not be able to compete in either the U.S. championships or the Olympics. Right. The idea was this would put Tanya in a great position to be the best in the nation God. and basically would be the new Christie. The best part is that when he clubbed her with the baton, he didn't mm. realize that there would be cameras rolling and the news crew would be there. So, I mean, we can go ahead. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this guy was an idiot from top to bottom, right? Yes. A complete and fucking utter moron. Yes. Okay, great. He was paid a lot of money and he probably was really poor and stupid. Yeah, and, and so didn't... we have gotten poor and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I love okay, I love conflating those things. Great. Well, no, most, but also he in he was both poor and he also happened to be really stupid. <laughs> what he should have done was gone to the cops and been a good person. Sure. And sure. So, okay. Mm-hmm. He clubbed her. Yeah. It just didn't go well. The visuals well, of Nancy no. grabbing her injured leg and crying out, Why? Why? Me? Why? Why? Yeah, was caught on film and it made the front page headlines the next day. Sure, that's iconic for oh, sure. Oh, I mean, I remember being stunned by yeah. it and I was like 10. Yeah. So the world's in shock basically as to who would do this and why they would plan this, right? Because she's yeah. America's sweetheart. Right. And Tanya's people were like, well, Tanya's going to win, and then she'll become America's sweetheart. And it's like, oop, it's back. That's how it works. It's yeah, not working. Yeah, no. You could just maul your way to the top. Yeah. That sounds good. 
<laughs> so the competition ended up moving forward despite the fact that Nancy needed to bow out because okay. her leg was fucked up. Yeah. Thankfully, she did not suffer any broken bones. Right. She only had massive bruising. Oof. So it was bad, but it was yeah. not like end of your life bad. So the guy who, who carried out the hit, Shane Stant, yeah. was poor. He was stupid. Yes. And he was inept. Well, I actually don't know if he was poor. Maybe he was just stupid. Okay. So you just think he's poor because he's stupid. Cool. Well, he just did a, it seemed like a desperate move for some money. Yeah, okay. So, I don't, poor people aren't stupid. They're, did he escape on the bus? I think he did. He I, must have had to. They found him in Arizona. I don't sure. know. Sure. At a bus station, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> so, okay. Arizona? Yeah. Wow. Tanya would end up winning the U.S. championships that year. Okay. And I watched a picture of her as she won, and she's, like, so happy yeah. and everything. And I'm like, ooh, girl. I can about see. About to come crashing down. Yeah. You know? It's just, well, it's kind of like, yeah, I can't imagine that it would feel good that, like, Tanya's biggest rival was taken out. Like, you, you didn't really win then. Like, if, if there's no one that can beat you, yeah. then. I wonder, I mean, like, that's the, that's that moment where you have to be like, did she not know yet? You know? Yeah. I, cause at this point she could have been just going like, what luck? Yeah. <laughs> what a thing. So I think she didn't know in advance, but it still was kind of like, you didn't well, beat anyone hard. It's nice to win. Yeah. That's all. It's okay. just nice like, to win. I like winning, but I'm not going to cheat to win. Well, she didn't cheat. That's the, the, yeah, the, no, the that's idea. True. If she didn't know about it, then she could have just been cheat, like, what yeah. a stroke of luck that some asshole, some crazy fan hated Nancy Kerrigan just <laughs> yeah. as much as I do. Yeah. <laughs> so later that month on January 11th, Tanya would be interviewed since she was heading for the Olympics now officially. And she was asked if Tanya thought that someone close to her might have planned the attack on Nancy. Yeah. Tanya's response would be, quote, I have definitely thought about it. Oh, well then. Okay. No one controls my life but me. Mm. If there's something in there that I don't like, I'm going to change it. Oh, what? Okay. Not the best quote for her. It's not a ringing defense. Yeah. Yeah. Shortly after the attack, the mm. authorities were able to quickly catch Shane Stant and okay. arrest him. In Arizona. Yeah, and they arrested the other men involved in the crime, too. There were some, like, getaway people and other things. And <laughs> it was... A, a greyhound driver? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, they got they arrested a car driver first who took him to the greyhound or got whatever. It. So, as I mentioned... <laughs> it was a whole massive conspiracy of public transportation officials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the other guys that I mentioned before were Jeff, mm -hmm. Tanya's former husband. Yeah, they had to notice that, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, Jeff's co-conspirator, Sean Eckerd. Sean was basically Tanya's bodyguard once upon a time. Whoa. He served as her bodyguard for a short period. Okay. And... Nancy should have maybe had one of those. I'm thinking if Tanya had one, why didn't Nancy have one? I don't know. What a scandal. Yeah. So things started to spiral for Tanya and her company Yeah. as the FBI got involved. Okay. By January 14th, people knew for sure that people close to Tanya had committed the attack on Nancy. Right. So now... I remember when this whole thing was unspooling. It was just like... It was must-see TV. Like, oh my God, I can't believe this yeah. fucking train wreck that's happening. Oh, and there's so much of like, did you think you weren't going to get caught? Exactly. I mean, these people were complete morons. <laughs> so now the news was asking everybody questions. And they started asking the USFSA, the United States Figure Skating Association, if okay. the news meant that Tanya was out of the Olympics or not. Right. The USFSA would respond that until they had all the facts, they're not going to remove her. Sure. That being said, they ended up choosing Nancy Kerrigan to go to the Olympics as the second of the two. You're kidding. And then they chose... Uh, like, we're not going to make a decision about this, but we're going to light this fire and see what happens. Yes. Yeah, That's so fucked up. <laughs> we're like... Tanya Harding is partially responsible for kneecapping Nancy <laughs> Kerrigan. <laughs> Therefore, we're going to make them... Bunk mates. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. This is like why. Yeah. It's like the fucking Olympics village big brother. Yeah. Well, this is the best part. They also chose Michelle Kwan as a backup should Tanya be removed from the Olympics. They're oh, like, wow. Just in case. We're, we're not going to remove her, but should we have to? Yeah. Don't worry. Michelle's on standby. Wow. Did Michelle Kwan end up winning like tons of medals later on? Yeah. As she got I older? mean, all of these ladies have won lots and lots of things in their lives. Come on, Michelle Kwan. <laughs> I like Michelle. I think I've, I miss Christy yeah. Yamaguchi. 
Yeah. She's having a good time. Is she? I What's think she up so. to these days? I don't know. She's teaching skating, talking cool. about skating. She's got a bomb Instagram story. I don't know. I don't know. Christy, if you listen out. to us, Christy, please reach get in touch with us. We yeah. miss you. <laughs> I haven't heard from you in too long. America misses you. Yeah. You're always going to be my sweetheart. Yes. So during this time, mm-hmm. Nancy was making a miraculous comeback. Sure. And she was working harder than ever to beat her injury and her mental worries in competition. Yeah. So she's like, I got kneecapped and I'm a fucking win. That's right. Like I'm done. Yeah. Nobody gonna break up my knees. <laughs> Nobody gonna slow me down. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm gonna keep on skating. This is the song that was going through her mind when she would skate. It was amazing. It was great. So in addition to that, she was also receiving a ton of support and love from the nation. Yeah. She was very sympathetic. Yeah. Out of nowhere, America's sweetheart gets fucking <laughs> bombed in the knee. <laughs> oh, it's so fucked up. <laughs> so because of yeah. this. Tanya's got to feel so awful. Oh. <laughs> She's like, I won the championships I, and nobody's paying attention to me. I was so happy. Uh, yeah. That's awful. That's, oh. So. Nancy actually scored $9.5 million of endorsement contracts before the games would even begin. No. Because people were that obsessed with her. Wow. And wow. that's back then. Yeah. Like, that's even more money than now. Sure. I feel like that's better than getting a 9.5 at the Olympics. Yeah. 9.5 million? Before. I'm yeah. going to go for that. She's like, I could lose and I still won. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. This is basically now turning out to be the exact opposite of what Jeff and Sean had planned on having happen. Yeah. They're I, like... Well, I don't know what they were hoping... Oh, Jesus Christ. What... <laughs> like, the, the follow-through, in all sorts of senses, was really fucked up in this situation. I mean, like, he didn't break the leg like he meant to. Yeah. First of all. And also, what did they think was going to happen at the end of this? Right. You know, she'll break her leg and get so sad that she'll just go away forever? Yeah. Okay. On January 16th, mm-hmm. Tanya was now having to publicly say... That she was not talking with her ex-husband, even though they were talking, and that she had no idea that Jeff was involved with the attack. Yeah, even though she knew it now. Yeah, she Mm -hmm. knew. She also claimed that she was not involved in the attack herself. Mm -hmm. She finished talking with reporters and then went off to do a triple axel. She's like, but look what I can do. Did she do it? Yeah. She landed it because she wasn't in competition. Oh. She could do triple axel. She just couldn't do it in competition ever again. Huh. The pressure. And it's not like this is going to help the pressure situation? Yeah. No. So, unlike Nancy, all the press that Tanya was getting was not getting her any endorsement deals. Oh, she didn't make a lot of money after this. Oh, that's just strange. She got some endorsements, but really? not... I, I don't even remember who endorsed her. I just remember... I think Nike helped out a little bit really? at one point. And I was like, Nike, that's not a good look. Yeah, I think it's they're making up for it with the Colin Kaepernick thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, on January 18th, Tanya would have a 10-hour interview with the FBI. Okay. Where she is quoted saying at the beginning, quote, I continue to believe that Jeff is innocent of any wrongdoing. I wish him nothing but the best. Wow. However, her tune would change once the FBI... Also, like, yeah, seven hours later, P.S., he totally did it. Yeah. (laughs) Basically, the FBI interviewer would tell her that he knew that she was lying and he could prove it. So the transcripts would later read her saying, quote, I hope everyone understands. I'm telling on someone I really care about. I now know Jeff is involved. I'm sorry. Mm. The next day, Jeff would turn himself in. And on February 1st, he entered a plea deal with the FBI. Mm-hmm. He would get only two years in jail. And what he would have to do was basically publicly apologize to Nancy for the attack. Mm-hmm. And he would have to tell them everything about who did what with the attack and the such, including that they paid Stant $6,500 to take out Nancy. Which barely even covered his transportation costs. I know. Which is sad. So he hardly even made out on this. He got like $20 at the end of this. Yeah, he had to go from wherever to Boston and then to Detroit and then to Arizona. I mean, the guy was tapped out at the end. I mean, can you imagine the taxes on that? He he was really stupid because he should have been like $6,500 plus expenses. Yeah. That's where your bread and butter is. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So part another mistake. Part of Jeff's testimony implicated Tanya had an idea of the attack. Really? Yeah. So whether it was before or after, she knew and Mm. she didn't report it. And that Mm. was where the big problem was. Some people This guy, I'm just gonna say, is an utter loser shithead. Yes. Full stop. Period. Mm -hmm. Some people think that Jeff was implying that she was heavy-handed in the planning and coordination of the attack. Mm -hmm. But based on how she knew that she'd be at the event with Nancy in Detroit and the attacker went to Massachusetts first implies that she didn't. Mm. 
Or did she? Oh, you think the Massachusetts trip was a red herring? <sighs> they would find in the trash of Tanya and Jeff Nancy's Massachusetts practice schedule. Wait, I was kidding. What? So really? they would find her schedule in both of their trash. Oh, uh, okay. And so basically, they, they, I think they tried to get him to go earlier, and he didn't go on time to get her there. Wow. So he ended up having to go to Detroit, which is why it became such a big deal. Oh, is that the idea that she was? Oh my God! They're like, and don't she didn't do like... it and fucking like if you can't make it happen in Massachusetts, no wait after the championship. No please. kidding. I mean, God, this was so fucked up from top to bottom. Yeah. Oh, my God, they were in the same building. I mean, Jesus. I know. So Jeff would apologize, and during the apology, he would say, quote, any apology coming from me rings hollow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to put that out there. That said, I'm really sorry. (laughs) Then off to jail he went. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Everything I say is bullshit, so uh, I just want to, you know, that's the foundation of the statement I'm about to make. So Tanya, at this point, would continue to claim that she wasn't a part of the attack. Uh-huh. She would then go on to say... She wasn't apart from the attack. That was <laughs> Do you mean that you were a part of the attack? <laughs> I mean, I wasn't apart from it. But that... It seems to implicate that you were a part of the attack. Yeah, no, I wasn't apart from it. You keep saying that, but I'm not sure I was, you... I was not apart from it. Can you just do a triple axle so I can go? Not if you're going to actually give me a medal if I make it. I'll do it for you for fun. Oh, okay. But if we're really scoring, then I can't do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, poor Tanya. No. No more triple axles. No, I'm apart from that. <laughs> so she would go on to say basically that it wasn't a crime to conceal knowledge of the attack once it's um, happened. Actually, uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry to come down on you like a lawyer, but yes, it is. Well, it's a crime if you don't tell people about it beforehand. It's not a crime if you don't tell people about it afterwards. Not true. In Oregon. Oh, in Oregon. What? Yeah, there's that's some. Not true. There's some state. I mean, that's what I was reading. Accessory everywhere. after the fact. Well, that they're gonna get her on that, but it's it's if you then learn, it's a crime if you learn about something and you don't have evidence of it, then. You could like disappear of it. I don't know. It was. It's you can be apart from it. Yeah, I don't know. It would, anyway, she would go public and say it's a bunch of bullshit. Is what she's coming she's forward with. Yeah. A lot of stuff. yeah. So she'd go public and say that she was upset and devastated that the attack took place in Detroit, mm-hmm. and that she wished Nancy the best, and that she respected Nancy and wished she would die. <laughs> I'm just reading the subtext. I'm just saying. <laughs> I was like, uh, let's go over this statement. Uh, I love it. Love most of it. It's yeah. that last and wish she would die. I think really? If we could just edit that out. I feel like that gives it its final button, that final flair. I don't think you need a button. I think you should just trust the audience to hear it. I think they're just going to read it as hollow. Less is more, Tony. Less is more. <laughs> die, Nancy. All right. I meant it in a different way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So the Olympics weren't until February that year, right? Okay. This is all happening in January. Yeah. So the USFSA now had enough evidence to throw Tanya out. Mm-hmm. But because of legal action that Tanya could and told them she would take that would hold them up in court, mm-hmm. they would have been prevented from removing her from the Olympics. So mm-hmm. they decided not to. You're they were kidding. like, it's just going to be messy. We're just going to go to the Olympics, We're... hope she doesn't place. Oh, we'll no, a lawsuit forward. would be messy. Right. Let's go into the messiest possible situation. Let's go we with can. both the people involved in an attack totally. and have them compete with each other at the same time. Yeah, in the same rink. So off to the Olympics they went. Oof! It was super uncomfortable. Yeah. And people were all about Nancy and how amazing she was. Yeah. And on February seventeenth, nineteen ninety four, Nancy and Tanya would be on the rink for practice together. Oh. And Nancy would wear the same outfit she was wearing when she was attacked. Okay. She would tell the press, "Quote." Humor is good. It's empowering. <gasps> totally fucking dissing Tanya. Wow. Like, okay. And Tanya looks... I've seen pictures. Tanya does not look happy. Well, why would she look happy? Also, what was she wearing? I don't know. Something floral. It was really weird. Adorable. I mean, it was it, it was a choice. It was nice and everything. She looks good in some of her other outfits. She was this wearing was... prison stripes. It was really... <laughs> <laughs> she was wearing orange. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Tanya ended up having a terrible skate experience and broke her laces during one of her routines. Mm-hmm. 
she was able to re-skate because she went to the judges and cried a lot and showed them the skates and yeah. how the, the lace broke. I remember that, yeah. Very dramatic. She ended up only placing eighth at the Olympics, however. Nancy would win second. Why am I sad? I'm sad all of a sudden. This whole thing is so sad. I know. Well, it's, it's tragic for everybody. Yeah. Nancy would win second. Despite being favored to win, and mm-hmm. she was pissed. She was. P- there was an upset. There was a 16-year-old girl from the Ukraine who showed up and yeah. just totally her, swept Asana the Olympics. Bayul, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And everyone's like, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. And Nancy's like, "Jesus Christ!" <laughs> and so, <laughs> um, why? <laughs> so the winner was like sobbing because she didn't expect to win. She's sure. a 16-year-old girl, and she's winning won. Mm-hmm. They basically stopped the ceremony so they could like get her consoled and get yeah, her back in. Yeah. And so Nancy ended up getting caught on a hot mic saying, quote, oh, come on. So she's going to get out here and cry again. What's the difference? Like, just get on with it. What, Oksana Bayul is going to come out and cry again? Yeah. Amazing. And I'm like, she won. She's allowed to cry. Yeah. Give her five minutes. Well, feel for Nancy for a second. Now you've got Oksana Bayul who just beat you crying. You've got Tanya Harding who beat you in a different way crying <laughs> over there. And you're the only one left going like, okay, I do have $9.5 million. That's cool. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's get home. But Jesus Christ, all of these weeping women on either side. <laughs> so, whereas I'm the one who got physically kneecapped and, okay, I can cry. <laughs> so, all this crying over shoelaces and fucking medals. She's like, my therapist has made it so I don't cry anymore. <laughs> the abuse that I've endured. Listen, has I'm physically incapable of crying anymore. Can we get this over with? <laughs> I've been emotionally stunted. <laughs> For you. <laughs> For you, America. To save time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it would not be the last time Nancy would be caught on the hot mic, however. You'd think she'd learn after that one. She did not. I don't know. Hot mics are wonderful. She would go to Disney World later that year, <laughs> and she would be caught saying during the parade to Mickey himself, mm-hmm. quote, this is dumb. I hate it. This is the corniest thing I've ever done. Wow. And Mickey was like, I am a 16-year-old boy. Yeah, Mickey's like, ha ha. <laughs> 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 I don't know what to do. <laughs> Uh, you're America's sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How could you? So she would walk back the statement later and say that she meant to say that she was upset that she needed to wear her medal during the parade. I love corn. She. I love corn. <laughs> I'd like to say. She basically... We should have played up on that. It was like, yeah, we hate corn too. Yeah. <laughs> Come eat... Well, now they would. <laughs> Have you seen some of the, the fast food places social media game? They're on yeah, fire. Yeah, people, yes, people have figured out humor is a good thing. Yeah, get it, Wendy's. Mm. I don't like your food anymore, but get it. <laughs> she basically claimed that her parents taught her not to brag and that wearing the medal was doing exactly that. And so she would later be quoted saying, quote, Who could find fault with Mickey Mouse? He's the greatest mouse I've ever known. How many mice do you know, and bitch? I've known a lot of mice. Yeah. So I came up poor. She ended up going on to have a lot of other less whelming things happen on her press tour. Yeah. Very, like, blah. And uh, the press basically finally died off from her because they're like, she's not great anymore. There's no story yeah. anymore. Like, she was great when she had been beaten and stuff. Right, but not a good public speaker. Yeah, so she faded from public not spotlight. Not a good private speaker. Yeah. <laughs> she faded from the public spotlight and would retire from competition and move into professional skating life. So she would go around with like the ice capades, yeah, and and stuff like that. And Not Disney on ice, though. I'm no, I feel like. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> Who's corny now? Yeah. <laughs> now what happened to Tanya? <sighs> you ready for this? Yeah, she was banned from skating for life. Yes. Yeah. So after Tanya returned home after the Olympics, the 24/7 news coverage that continued would force Tanya to finally plead guilty for crimes in the attack of Nancy. Right. She was charged with, quote, conspiracy to hinder prosecution. Mm. So basically... Obstruction. Yeah. She mm-hmm. knew all about the attack and helped the conspirators come up with a cover story rather than going to the police. Yeah. That's what finally got her. Well, that's, that, what, that's exactly what I was talking about. It's accessory yeah. after the fact. I mean, that's, that's obstruction. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. She was handed the sentence of three years probation, a mm. $100,000 fine, $10,000 legal reimbursement, hmm. mandated psychiatric examinations, Jeez. 500 hours of community service. Yeah, you have to also, you have to go see Nancy Kerrigan's old therapist. <laughs> <laughs> it won't help. Next time you try to commit a ploy, actually see it through, bitch. She's <laughs> the therapist making She's, her feel bad about, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about not getting away with it? Okay. She's not a good therapist. No, she's bad. She definitely should have her, her uh, license revoked. She's bad. So the final thing was that she had to give $50,000 to the Special Olympics. Mm-hmm. 
In the deepest cut. Now, she did end up losing her skating privileges after all. Right, but like the skating body did that, Yeah, right? the USFSA basically right. banned her from all events that USFSA was in charge of. You can't say that that was the wrong thing to do. No, 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 no. And so she can't compete. You watch as... the movie and it's like a devastating moment in the movie, you know? Yeah. Because well... this is a person who has all those dreams and hopes and, you know, never meant for things to go this way. But also committed crimes and did very bad stuff. Yeah, and, and, and it's, yeah. So and you can't have, like, the, the figure skating association can't have that as their spokesperson in any way. Right, and, and you can't have her teaching new people how to skate and giving them ideas no. and being like, oh, well, you better just Tanya Harding them. Yeah. Wink, I guess wink. They, she totally became, they became verbs. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> they, she not only lost the ability to compete either as a competitor or a coach, mm -hmm. she also lost her 1994 title of winning the U.S. championship. Well, so Tanya would go on to have a brief boxing career, right? And then eventually, after a long time, would go back to TV with Dancing with the Stars. Right. She ended up making like one hundred and sixty thousand dollars doing that. Well, good. It recouped her some of her legal <laughs> expenses. <laughs> yeah, she's currently on Worst Cooks in America. What? Uh, during this season, parody. what is Worst Cooks in America? Oh my how god! Is it that, is an how amazing is that? Show. You are you and your goddamn reality shows. I love I love scripted and I love reality. I love good reality. This yeah. is good reality. This is good reality. The worst. It's literally says worst right in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you've okay. got you've got people who don't know how to cook learning how to cook, and then you feel better about yourself because you know how to cook better than them. So they're watching the worst cooks learn to cook. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she's a terrible cook. Okay. And that's listed on her resume now. She did a lot of other things. She was like a welder for a while and a mechanic, and like she hunted. I don't know. She did sure. a lot of stuff. She's hard scrabble. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, but so, she never learned to cook during that time. No. <laughs> okay. So after all the madness, she still managed to make it out okay. However. She is still harassed to this day for sure. the attack. Sure. It's really all she's remembered for. Mm. Her ex-husband is quoted saying, quote, I've had it easy compared to poor Tanya. She tends to be the butt of the joke. It's kind of sad to me. Go back in your hole. Jeff also changed his name, and nobody knows what he looks like or remembers him, so he's been able to go on and live a life. He changed his name? Yeah, he legally changed his name. To what? I don't remember. I didn't write it Find down. Find that out, and let's put it on blast. <laughs> also a picture. So, yeah. So he's kind of made it out unscathed. Yeah. Thank God. Nancy. I was really worried about him. <laughs> so Nancy has also moved on, and in 2014 is quoted saying, quote, Whatever apology Tanya has given, I accept it. It's time for us all. I always wish <laughs> so Tanya well. So backhanded. I'm sorry. <laughs> so backhanded. <laughs> As she might have said, I'm sorry, maybe, <laughs> don't remember. I've always wished Tanya well. She has her own family. I have my family. It's time to make that our focus and move on with our lives. I mean, yeah. I mean, classy, classy, Yes, classy. except for that first part. No, that was super waspy. I love it desperately. Well, they also I don't know if she's apologized, but if she has, Whatever apology Tanya it. has given. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what is the bright side? Uh, Allison Janney has a Best Supporting Actress Academy Award. That's what is the bright side. I mean, that's all right. Thanks everybody for listening. <laughs> okay, first, Tanya and the men who committed the crimes were brought to justice. True. Some people argue that Tanya should have gone to jail as well, but she did suffer a hefty fine and all that stuff. It and does probation. feel like she suffered. You know, sometimes "quote unquote" justice is done right, but it doesn't feel like it ever really affects that person. Right. It feels like the consequences and the fallout from this event right. hit her where she really, really cares. Right. You know what I mean? She, she wanted to, to have a very long career after this and was denied that yeah. because of it. And so it's like, it's hard to say that actual justice wasn't done there. Right. And, you know, and Nancy was also able to, to compete. She didn't actually break her bones. She right. was able to compete and place in the right. Olympics. Yeah. You know, silver medal is pretty darn good. Yeah. I, I, I can only ever hope for bronze in figure skating at this point. <laughs> I would pay so much money. <laughs> you don't even know how much money I would pay to see you try to do a triple axel. Let's see the green. All right, because I, I don't have to you, land it, right? <laughs> I'll pay you five whole dollars. That is not enough. Not <laughs> enough. My deductible is like 500, so we'll talk after that. <laughs> I also personally learned from this that there's only people in this story. It's mm. not like a clear hero and villain mm. because... While Tanya is clearly more of the villain mm -hmm. versus Nancy, Tanya didn't necessarily set up the attack. We don't know for sure. We right. know that she learned about it after the fact and did shady stuff there. Right. And Nancy was no saint. Yeah. She's 
just as flawed a person right. in other ways, and she had her own vices, and she definitely comes out in a brighter light because she didn't, like, attack someone. Right, but, like, when the sympathy wears off, you're kind of left with this kind of entitled princess feel right. with her. Yes. Yeah. The truth of the matter is that, like, I'm sure they're both really nice people when they're not in competition. They have a huge amount of humanity. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. So, that's our show. Thanks, everybody, <laughs> for listening this week, and we'll see you next week. Come back and see us again. Yep. Please keep rating and reviewing us. Bye, everybody. Bye. Why? We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram, at BrightSideKandJ, and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website, www.TheBrightSideWithKevinAndJason.com. Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on The, the Bright, bright Side! side.